Hello, this is Todd O'Brien, your host, and welcome to Evolve, the Entrepreneur Mindset. My name is Inger Vanderbilt. And my superpower is making the impossible possible. And I am feeling like I am juggling and hustling today more than other days. guest today is an innovation expert, having built multiple tech companies. She is a former business television host with CNBC and was the first entrepreneur in residence for Dell Incorporated, overseeing entrepreneurial initiatives worldwide. She is an investor and the founder of Empowering a Billion Women, a global movement. She is an emeritus member of the United Nations Global Entrepreneurs Council. She is also ranked on one of Oprah's top 100 global leaders. Please welcome to the show, Ingrid Vanderbilt. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. It is great to have you here today. And I really want to dive deep into kind of your mindset behind being an entrepreneur, which is great. But I think to get to that, maybe you could tell me what really drove you to develop this movement called Empowering a Billion Women. So many answers to that. But to uh, quickly summarize some things up, I mean, I think it helps to first explain that when I was a kid, like literally at the age of four, I knew I would grow up Mm. serving women and girls around the world. I just didn't know what that would look like. And as I got older and started building companies, I really appreciated the value of capitalism Mm. and the opportunity that it provided to take care of my family, you know, my friends, my community, and now ultimately the world. Fast forward to empowering a billion women, um, that really was inspired out of my own journey as an entrepreneur, where I think a lot of us maybe listening can relate to the idea that being an entrepreneur is really freaking awesome on the Mm. one hand. And on the other hand, it is like the most challenging thing you can ever like dip your feet into, you know? And, um, or your whole body. Or your whole body. Yeah. Immerse. Yeah. You're going to feel like you're going to die on some days. Right. And I always say, you know, for any entrepreneur, it's, it it can be challenging, but for women, there's a very distinct set of challenges. And with EBW, I just wanted to, uh, take a step forward to create a platform that would essentially just, if I could ease the journey of even one woman, although the vision is a billion women, right. But ease that journey to, uh, become an entrepreneur and start growing scale of venture, that would just be tremendous. Because I remember things like, you know, having to wear fake wedding rings, for example, going into venture meetings, and it doesn't end without like a request to go and have a date, Uh, being told I will never raise money because I don't look like, act like, sound like, or talk like any of the CEOs that had raised money and just things like that, that I think we all have our stories. But I know as a woman, Um, I just wanted to do my part to ease that path a little bit so that we can see more women hop into this entrepreneurial game and be successful raising money and building ventures that can exit and then going and doing a next one. Wow, that's a really cool story. I've known you for a while and uh, I've heard you tell that story. I think this is the first time I've heard you tell it with that spin. And it's really nice to kind of hear how you have built something that can help and empower women in a different way because it's so needed that um, entrepreneurs in general, just know how to improve themselves. Mm -hmm. But you're right. I mean, I can't understand what it's like to be a woman entrepreneur. And (laughs) I know you very well. And you've you've given me a lot of great stories and context. And I actually have interviewed quite a few other women entrepreneurs on this podcast. And I'm learning as I go along some of these unique challenges 
um, that come with this. So I'm really, really proud of you, first of all, for building this movement and starting this and getting so many people involved. You have a free business school, yes. uh, which is super cool. And yeah. I, I want to get this away up front because statistically, people don't listen to the end of podcasts. So let's talk <laughs> about it now. Um, if right. they go to your site, yeah. which is ebw2020.com, yeah. they can then sign up for the free business school. Yeah, we correct? used to charge for that. And then uh, just a few months ago, made the executive decision that, look, if we're going to reach the numbers that we want to reach from an impact perspective, we need to open this up to make it as easy as possible for anyone, man or woman. Women, but especially women to get access to the mentorship, to the education, the community, whatever it is that they need to move the ball forward. So we've got over a million three invested in that platform and that now is available for free. And so, um, so get in there and take advantage of that. Uh, but I do want to add on real quick, yeah. just Todd, thank you um, for appreciating that work. And likewise, I want to say thank you back because we always say, you know, for women to elevate to our fullest potential, we're not going to do it if we're not doing it in collaboration with the guys and you have you and your wife have been such a huge advocate for women as leaders, women as entrepreneurs. And it's it's people like you who extend the olive branch, if you will, or open up doors to create opportunities that just historically haven't been open. And, and I always encourage women to, you know, we have a couple decisions we can make. One is, oh, let's focus on this is tough and we don't get the same right. opportunity. Or two, things have changed and things factually and historically just are what they are. And the reality of it is that the guys have been the ones leading all of these initiatives for, you know, lifetimes, all of history, if you will. And for the first time in history, it's changing at a rate we've never seen before. Um, but it does take visionary leaders uh, like you who are saying, hey, we want to collaborate and work together. And so thank you for opening those yeah, doors. Yeah. It's well, awesome. Glad to glad to be connected with you and uh, engaging in uh, in these types of things with you. I wanted you to tell me a little bit about curiosity. How does curiosity play out and has played out in your journey? Oh, that's a great, great question. Because I think at the end of the day, curiosity really is sort of the secret sauce, if you will, Hmm. to being an entrepreneur, being an innovator. Tell me more about that. It's really just um, just sort of this this curiosity about why are things happening or not happening? You know, um, why is something the way that it is, right? And just by asking some of these fundamental questions that really come from a very inspired place, it by nature, if, if you allow yourself to go down that journey and just keep asking, well, why this, why this, why this? All of a sudden it starts opening up yeah. opportunities where if you're not asking the question, it's really easy to see something and instead see it as a challenge. You know I what see. I mean? Yeah. So you can see a situation that maybe isn't working out the way that you thought or isn't the way that you think it should be. And a lot of people will say, uh, they'll stop there, right? They see a challenge and they just stop. And I think that um, sort of ingredient and that gift you can give yourself of curiosity to instead ask the questions, well, why? You know, why is it this way? Why is it that way? It just opens up all kinds of opportunities that you wouldn't see otherwise. Yeah, that's a really good view of curiosity and and how you use it kind of to find source with inside yourself and to drive you forward. So can uh, I add one other thing? Yeah, sure. Because I think... Also, just just as almost a word of encouragement, because I I think that, and I've certainly faced it myself, sometimes people might look at a curious spirit 
as, oh, well, this person is maybe not focused or uh, this person is asking too many questions or this person is, you know, whatever that is. Again, I think if you look at any successful entrepreneur or any successful innovator at the core of it, they just have a really curious spirit and they allow themselves the gift to follow that path. Very well said. I can't follow up with that at all. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I know we've all been stuck inside for a very long time, and we're wondering how we can take charge of our lives. Maybe there's something that you want to do, but you haven't been able to do it yet. Well, our sponsor, Personal Revolution Podcast, this is a best-selling author and life coach, Allison Task. And she helps you take control of your life with inspiration and humor so that you can move from where you are now to where you want to be and have fun doing it. It's like having a personal coach whispering in your ear. This three-month podcast course, along with bonus episodes with each month, will help you create a clear vision for what you want out of life, remove the frustrating blocks that are holding you back, develop a detailed action plan that will drive you to where you want to be, and build the network that will help you create your future. The Personal Revolution podcast comes with a personal workbook and real-time access to a community of other changemakers working toward their goals with positivity, possibility, and momentum. And for a limited time, all of this is available to you for free. Download the Himalaya app on your app store, look up Personal Revolution, and enter promo code REVOLUTION at checkout to get your first month absolutely free. If you're ready to go after a better life, you are ready for personal revolution. I want to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Pat Life. Did you know that 76% of customers hang up if they don't reach a live person? And 85% of customers won't call back after an unanswered call. When you're building your business, it's not always possible to shift focus and answer every call. Well, Pat Live answers when you can't. Pat Live offers 24-7 live answering services so that you can spend less time following up and more time growing your business. And Pat Live's virtual receptionists are available 365 days a year. Pat Live's agents are all located in the U.S. and provide all the benefits of a personal receptionist at a fraction of the cost. Their friendly and professional team can do everything from message taking to scheduling appointments and processing orders, plus so much more. They offer fully customizable scripts and call handling experiences to fit your business needs. With Pat Live, you can turn more callers into customers, take better care of your clients, and improve your team's ability to focus and be productive. Now, for a limited time only, Pat Live is offering listeners of this podcast 15% off their regularly listed rates. This offer is only available over the phone, so you can give them a call now at 866-712-1879 and mention this podcast, Evolve the Entrepreneur Mindset, for more information or visit patlive.com. Make every call count with Pat Live. I want to understand, I mean, being an entrepreneur is very hard and it is 
it gets hard, 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 and then harder, right? Like just, just down that path, it becomes difficult sometimes. And I wonder like how this entrepreneurial journey that you've been on for these past years has really shaped you into who you are today. Gosh, I mean, that's a great question and tough question because I think, you know, I hope that every day of my life till I'm no longer on the planet, I'll continue to evolve. I learn every single day. But um, I will say, you know, especially the past few years doing EBW, this incredible journey. And it's also been one of the most challenging journeys Mm -hmm. that I've ever been on as an entrepreneur. Because again, going back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier, that uh, as a tech entrepreneur, I spent my life working mostly with guys. And then at Dell, it was men and women. And now it's mostly women. Because factually, women are learning things for the first time. We're elevating into leadership roles for the first time. We're raising money for the first time. There are all these like first, 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 right? So women, by and large, as a whole, are like jumping off the cliff, if you will. Mm. You know, we always say, like, you jump off the cliff and pray your wings are going to like grow on the way down. (laughs) Well, imagine like a billion women doing it all at the same time, like, holy crap, what what to even expect? So there's a lot of understandable fear around it, but that can often translate into uh, women will tend to, and women, I'm saying this, sisters, as I get it, I've been there too, and I have my moments, but, um, you know, we we tend to protect what we already have. Mm. And so there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of learning that women are, are getting from working with the guys. I also think there's a lot the guys can work, you know, learn from yeah. the women. But it's it's been a tough journey. And I will say it's my faith that continues to keep me focused and grounded mm. on the call. You know, I'm a fighter. I'm a competitor. I love to win. I love to be number one. It just is what it is. And when I have my days where I'm like mad at God and I'm like, why did you call me to do this? And then I sort of get this chuckle to myself and it's like, well, of course I gave this, I mean, God, my little conversations because it was going to be really, really hard. Mm. And, uh, and I know I'm not ever going to give up until I reach the goal. So yeah. there it is. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> Ho- hopefully it'll get a little bit easier, yeah. you know, but we'll yeah. see. Well yeah. said. You know, you and I have had some conversations in the past about um, men and women working together. And you mentioned this a little bit earlier. So I want to I want to drill down into that just a little bit more, because I think it's super important to understand that it's not just like women entrepreneurs and men entrepreneurs, you know, like there should be no separation. We're all entrepreneurs. There are no women engineers and guy engineers, you know, it's like it should just be all the same. But unfortunately, it's not that way. And I think that, um, you know, you and I have, have worked together quite a bit. And I wonder from from a woman's perspective, what is needed from a guy in a working relationship? And, you know, do you have some men that you've worked with around? I know you have a lot of great guys that you work with. Are there some examples you can pull out that just say, this is what it's like to work in collaboration with a guy and really well? Yeah, a couple things there. You know, first of all, so a first thing is when I started out in my career as a tech entrepreneur, I had no choice but to work with the guys because there were no other women who were doing this. And so fortunately- But you found yourself changing. I mean, just the whole example of wedding ring and all. You found found yourself changing to work with the guys, so- Yeah, no, that, I mean- (laughs) Yeah, I I remember, you know, my first board meeting and I was sitting in there with a venture capitalist. It was actually here in Austin, Texas. We're sitting around this table. It's me and the dudes. And I remember responding to this business initiative that we were looking at. And I said, my, my comment was, I just do not think this is the right move to make. My gut is telling me this is not the right thing to make. Mm. Now, people will say, what is your gut telling you? And trust that. But then 
When I said that in that room of guys, like he sat up in his chair and he was sitting right across from me, kind of leaned over the desk, pointed his finger in my face and just started laughing. And he said, I don't care what your gut tells you. The numbers are telling us something different. And so we're going to do that. And in that moment, I just felt like the size of a pea, you know, (laughs) I was like, I just want to like crawl up and just walk out. I was so just embarrassed and like, how does this boardroom work? And then I also knew um, it was a weird sense of knowing in that moment that something special was also happening, Mm. that I was blessed to have an opportunity to sit at that table and that things were changing and that somehow, some way I was going to have to try to find the support system, if you will, which I found through my mentor to keep me grounded and inspired uh, with all of these moments that would otherwise make me want to just run away. What did you need in that moment? You obviously didn't need what happened. Well, I wanted to cry. Right. But what what did you need instead? What would the response have been, a better response have been? Yeah. And I, well, I'll fast forward to today because again, that was, I want to say back in the day, I don't want to admit, you know, that I'm dinosaur age now, but time's flying by and times have changed a lot. I think the the second thing and sort of a biggest piece of advice that I could give to the guys actually um, really comes from the perspective that, again, at the end of the day, women do not, we're not going to admit this, but we know it, girls, we don't want you all to think that we don't know what we're doing. So instead of saying it, we simply avoid a situation, right? right? right. Or we don't step up to the plate or that's, it's this whole confidence gap. Whereas if there's an opportunity, guys will show up. Now the numbers are saying, if you meet 30% of the requirements, as opposed to what it used to be, which is 60%, Hmm. you'll be like, I'll figure it out. Let me show up. Whereas women only show up if they meet a hundred percent of the requirements. And, and so where there's a piece of just a suggestion, if you will, that I've seen work really, really well is when the guys show up and they're like, Hey, can I just be honest with you ladies? I get that. I don't quite get how this whole thing works, you know, and how we're going to work together, but I really do want us to work together. I know we're going to do greater things together. I mean, the stats are all there when you put mixed teams together, what you can do. And when a guy simply says, Um, help me understand just what you just did. Help me understand uh, what would be helpful to you to fully participate. You know, what does that look like? Do we need to sit down and just, you ask me questions? Like, what does it look like? Just even doing that. And I want to say it's a simple action, but that simple action is a game changer because Mm. all of a sudden women are like, oh, he's admitting that, he doesn't quite know what's going on either, which right. is not what I thought about him. I yeah. thought these guys have it all figured out. Mm. So that would be the suggestion that I would have in the two steps. Great. All the guys who are listening to this, like latch on to that because it really does help um, in these types of situations. So thanks for outlining Thank that for us. Can I throw one more thing? I know I can. keep saying that. You can always throw things in. <laughs> you go right ahead. Well, this is really also inspired. I was just uh, giving a speech in, in Las Vegas and, um, and one of the guys that was in the room, he asked at the end, he said, Hey, can, can I ask a question? I want to have more women on my team. He said, but I'm a startup venture. And he said, I don't have cash. And he said, the guys will come running in droves. But the women are like, wait, there's no cash. It's only equity. Like, and he goes, I literally cannot attract any women. And I mention that because when I think about that in combination with the story that you've heard a million times, when I launched a hundred million dollar fund with Dell by and for women entrepreneurs to solve the number one issue that women will say keeps us back yeah. and no women showed up. And, and that's a whole nother story for another day. 
But I also think that just as much as we're offering these suggestions to the guys, like women, we have a responsibility to show up. You know, it, it's that whole thing and it might be tacky and maybe a little rough around the edges. You know, when you hear that thing, you can lead a horse to water, but it's like the women actually, we have to do our part too. Yeah. So I love women. You're my sisters. I'm here to serve you. And at the same time, like we really have to take responsibility and accountability to be like, okay, it's scary, but you've got to ask the questions. You've got to show up. And when the opportunity is there, don't overthink it. Just get in the game. Don't sit in the stadium and like do it. Because if that doesn't happen, nothing's ever going to change. So it's like a double-sided thing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, very much so. Just to wrap up, what are you most proud of personally? It doesn't have to be career-wise. It could be, or just personally, what are you most proud of? I think I'm most proud. I'm learning every day. I'm most proud of, I would say, my faith journey uh, that has kept me grounded and focused. I'm very proud of the, I'm, I'm giving you a couple answers, but I'm really proud of the people, my family, my friends, mm-hmm. my colleagues that are around me. And I feel really, really blessed to have just these incredible leaders around me that um, I get to work with every day, that inspire me, that keep me motivated, that allow me the opportunity to collaborate together. I really feel great about that. And at the end of my life, when I look back, I am very confident that when I look back on my life, I want to know that I've literally burnt both sides of the mm-hmm. you know flame. There is zero left. And I have literally leveraged every ounce of my being to make a difference in the world where people can improve their lives and believe that it's possible to follow what they're called to do and generate an income doing it and create a difference and an impact in the world and that we've done a little part to sort of show that path to make that possible. Great. Thanks so much for joining me today. It was great to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you.